Hey, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, do not forget to subscribe and share. This podcast is for those individuals looking to advance in life, gain the ability to push yourself to that next level, or just a few tips for leadership success. Thank you once again for tuning in to Elevate. I'm your host, Eddie Robinson. Today, I want to speak on a subject, what I'm calling, why hasn't it happened yet? Why hasn't it happened yet? You know, there are things in my life um, that I'm still waiting on. Now, there are many things that have happened that I'm very thankful for, grateful for, and I give God praise for it. But there are many things as well that have not happened that I've prayed not just weeks, months, I'm talking years for it to take place. And oftentimes I have to remind myself to lean uh, on the things of my history, my past, uh, there's a song that I really love. I Man, the artist is slipping my mind right now. It may come to me here in a little bit, but the song is called History, talking about how we have history uh, and how, you know, I'm thankful for today and I'm grateful for the things that you're going to do. I'm giving you praise for the things that you're going to do, but I can't forget about my history. And that's how I can have confidence that you're going to perform even greater things in my life because of my history that I have with Jesus Christ. But that doesn't make things easier when it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) When we have expectations of things already taking place, that it should already be done, you know, within our family, within our loved ones, um, situations in our own personal life that we've been praying and believing for, and even seeing some things that show glimpses of hope. You know, that can be frustrating, right? When we see glimpses of hope and then all of a sudden it seems like it comes crashing down. Uh, Man, I've been there. Uh, Things are happening to me even right now where I see glimpses, I see flashes. It's just not uh, the full thing, the full scope. Uh, It's not coming into full fruition. So uh, why hasn't it happened yet? that, That question there is a very frustrating thing to think about. You know, many people, because of that question, they go down the wrong path uh, because things haven't happened the way they thought it should, or they started down the right path and uh, things just started unfolding in the wrong direction and started happening in a way that they didn't think it should happen. So then they turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol, they turn to uh, physical and mental abuse, not only to themselves, but to others, because it's always easier to take things out on other people than um, to really look in the mirror and challenge yourself. The, 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 these things can become such a domino effect and this domino effect can be positive or negative. Uh, when I think about why hasn't it happened yet, my mind goes to Sarah, right? Sarah in the Bible, Sarah, who was married to Abraham uh, and how they were promised a child, right? God promised them a child even in their old age. He said he would be the father of many nations. And he gave them this promise even before they had one child. And I love the the words, the name that God gave unto Abraham because Abraham, his birth name was Abram. That was his birth name. His father was Terah and his Terah gave him a birth name of Abram. Uh, But when God got a hold of Abram, he changed his name to Abraham, uh, which is the father of multitudes, the father of many. Uh, And so uh, I I, I love that. Abram, uh, his birth name, 
meant exalted father. So here he is an exalted father. Uh, but God said, I'm going to make you an exalted father of many of multitudes. Uh, but yet he gave him this name without even having one child, uh, because that's oftentimes what God will do. He will give you a promise. He will give you something uh, to hold on to. So even when it's not there yet, you can hold on to that word. And it's important to do that. You know, when we have something that resembles the promise, resembles the dream, uh, we must hold on to that word, hold on to that materialistic thing um, that, that may be tangible is what I'm trying to say, a tangible thing that we can hold on to. Uh, to keep us focused on the dream, keep us focused on the idea of what is to come. So every time someone would ask Abram his name, he would have to say, I'm the father of many nations. <laughs> he would have to say Abraham, right? Every day he would say his name, Abraham, or someone would call him by his name. He was making a statement uh, that God had put upon him. Uh, and oftentimes I would do that. And I encourage you as leaders to do that. You know, even when you don't have it tangibly in your hand uh, and you don't have the thing that you're waiting on, speak it. Right. We know that the power of death and life is in the tongue. Speak it. Speak that promise. Speak that thing uh, that you are anticipating to see and to unfold in your life. And here's Sarah, uh, the wife of Abraham, because she has not received a child because she is not pregnant. She takes matters into her own hand. And this is when she allows Abraham to sleep uh, with her handmaid, a servant in their household by the name of Hagar. Now, that's mind blowing right there. That's a whole nother podcast. We're not even going to get into uh, why Abraham thought this was OK, uh, but he did. He, and the scripture says nothing about him hesitating either, almost as if this was something that was on his mind, you know. Uh, so uh, but here he is, goes. And they take matters into their own hand. And Abraham has a baby by Hagar and they name him Ishmael. Uh, this is a terrible thing because this was not God's purpose. It was not his intention. And because of this, it causes a huge rift, right? Uh, a rift in their home, a rift in their family, a rift for generations to come. Even to this day, uh, the lineage of Ishmael is still causing issues and problems with the lineage of Isaac. Uh, and so Sarah there's a life lesson here that we must understand uh, because we cannot try to get ahead of God when he isn't moving fast enough for us. And that is what Sarah did. We always have an opinion about how God should do things. Usually we want what we want and we want it now. And our reasons seem so good to us. But no matter how strong, how clever, how resourceful, or strategic we are, we cannot outthink God, nor should we try to get ahead of him. We must exercise patience and how we exercise patience is speaking things that are not as though they were because we must speak life and not death. How we exercise patience is continuing to remind ourselves is that if God has done it before, if he's opened up great doors before, if he's done things in my life before that I didn't even expect, I have to expect him to do those great things even right now. I have to anticipate those things to happen. And I must understand that even though it hasn't happened in my timing, I must know that every time God has done something in my life, it's always been the perfect timing because we cannot get ahead of God's timing. Neither can we delay God's timing. We can't be moving so slow that we miss it. 
but we can't be moving too fast that we run right by it. And God knows exactly what we need when we need it. And that is the key. So even though it hasn't happened yet, we must know it shall come to pass. And when it comes to pass, it's going to be for my good.